With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is Garlic Fries and Baseball, guys. Mark Willard, Joe Shasky. Make sure you are rating, reviewing, subscribing so that you do not miss an episode. Let all your friends and family know as we go into a brand new giant season and a totally new vibe. This is the place to get all of, uh, of your reaction and discussion. Okay, so the infield makes sense. Make it make sense for some people because what's Brandon Crawford do now? Well, so I think this is a fascinating question. First, let's start here. If Crawford plays, which I believe he will, plays another position, that does not tarnish what he's done for this organization. His place and his legacy is cemented. Now, could someone down the line be, you know, become an all-world player and go to the Hall of Fame and, and, and knock him to the number two spot? Yeah, sure. That, maybe it's Correa. I don't know. Like, I'm hoping it is. But like what he did winning two World Series, being the heartbeat of this team in the middle of the diamond for a decade, that doesn't go away because you play a season or maybe part of a season at third base or at second base. If anything, I'm going to look at you in more of a light and say, this guy wants to win. Like This is one of the carryovers from the golden dynasty that the Giants had who will do anything it takes to win. And I think that he can endear himself not only to the fan base because he's already done that, but just to like the new guys in that clubhouse. Yeah, I'll lock down third base. I know I could still play there. I watched Omar Vizquel go to second. I watched Ryan Sandberg switch positions. Craig Biggio famously played three different positions. A-Rod, did I don't think we gave enough credit to A-Rod to slide over. You're telling me Crawford, who's still a proficient shortstop, can't move to third and have great success with that arm? Not, I think not, it's a win-win. Not only do I think he can, I think he will. I do think that, that plan A for the Giants is they're going to move Brandon Crawford to be okay. the most of the time third baseman. Uh, they, they, they are very, very versatile. When there's a tough lefty that they don't want Brandon to face, you've got options like yep. Flores or Davis or VR. Don't forget about yeah, David VR, who's in this mix as well. And so I think they're, they're ready to do that. I do also wonder – uh, how versatile Brandon will be or how much moving around he will do because not only will he be the most of the time third baseman, he obviously flanks Correa when he needs a day off or if there's a little nagging injury and therefore you still have an elite level shortstop. But is he also a, a platoon option with Estrada at second base? Agreed. Because you bring up the shift. One thing I really wonder about, I think with the – the, the elimination of the shift, I think that's also the elimination of Wilmer Flores at second base. I don't think you can put him there. I don't think Listell is going to be on this team because if his legs tell him that he can't play in the field, his bat certainly tells him that he can't be the DH. The Giants have already made it very clear. Their left-handed DH goes by the name of Jock Peterson. So if Listell cannot play second base, I think he's off this team. And I wonder if Crawford – could be over there. And and you make a really good point about him endearing himself. Yes, he's already done it. He's a forever giant. You'll never not love him. But but how almost sympathetic of a figure yes. is he this year? Because I know he's bummed. I of know course. he wanted to play shortstop. And so I just think there's going to be ovations all around 
for whatever Brandon's able to do this year, especially if it's at multiple positions. Well, and if he's looking at this from like the, you know, the big zoomed out view, you can actually tack on a couple extra years of your career if you want to be super platoon guy. Now, I don't know if that's in the cards for him. He's got a big family. Who knows what he wants to do? But like, again, I use Omar Vizquel as a reference. One of the greatest defensive shortstops I've ever seen in my life. And then he stuck around for another four or five more years and played second base, you know, because he loved the game so much. So I'm with you. There's enough in Inventory. We've seen this, guys. Like 162 is a grind. And oh. when you give someone 13 years, I don't think I need to run him into the ground year one. You know, this is about well, having the right perspective. And, and the DH being a, yes. uh, an option for all of the names that we're talking about. I mean, think about it now. How many years has Wilmer Flores played for the Giants? What year are we going into? Uh, I this, think this is the third year, and this will be four coming up because I think okay. he signed a three, I think a three year deal. So 20, uh, 21, 22. Right. So Flores has been around now for, especially with this regime, that's being around for a while. <laughs> yeah, he's it's a they, Right? They turn and burn. They have signed this guy, and if you go, okay, you signed him to be your fill-in-the-blank. I don't even know what the hell you put there. Yeah. I don't know what they signed. Did they sign him to be a first baseman, a second baseman, a third baseman? They had him before the DH even existed. Yeah. All I know is he's in the lineup every day. Yeah. He's there because of what you just said, the inventory. So if Brandon can move around successfully, it gives the Giants something I know they love which is a Swiss Army knife feel to the entire infield. There's one standard. Correa's at short. Yes. There is an extension, if you will. I guess Tyro Estrada is your second baseman for the most part, but you've got all these different things that you can do to play the matchups, and, uh, and we know the Giants will always love to do that, and I think there's something to be said for it still. Um, and, and so – you know, that's the other thing the Correa signing does is it's going to allow the Giants to play their brand of baseball without being ripped for it uh, because it's like they didn't have any position players who you could rely on every day, and, and now they do. Well, and, and, like, who knows what ends up happening with Estrada? Maybe the shift makes him unplayable at second. I don't know. Like, I, I legitimately don't know. We will, we will find out. But what this does for Luciano, I think, is actually even more fascinating. This gives them some versatility with him. He doesn't have to play shortstop if he's a bigger body guy. Maybe yeah. he moves to third or right field because you've heard those whispers. I, I, I'm glad you brought this up because I can't tell you how many people have come up to me, and I think they think it's so fun because I love how into this Giants fans are. There are so many fans who saw this and they're, they're like, ooh, I've got my – okay, I've got my take now. This means the Giants are going to trade Luciano and make another big deal. Luciano was no longer – this has been true for a little while now. He was not tracking to be their shortstop. No. Carlos Correa's got way more to do with Brandon Crawford than he does Marco yes. Luciano. I don't know if Luciano's at third. I actually don't even think that. I think we reached a point or they reached a point – probably very early in this year where Luciano body size and the bat ability is tracking toward being the, what I would hope this is what, here's my hope. Okay. Marco Luciano is your opening day, 2024 left fielder, <laughs> especially because we've had this really fun left field <laughs> opening you. day thing. Thank you. It's been going on since bonds and we're probably going to, I don't know who it's going to be this year, maybe Hanniger. So we're going to have another new one. But that's 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 what I would like to ink in right now. Marco Luciano, 
left field 2024 and hold it down for a decade. That'd be my dream. Mark, at the minimum, there's so many more flexible options than they had just six weeks ago. And like that to me is the most encouraging thing. The job of the GM obviously is to make the roster better. And I feel like he really has improved the roster as as emotional as I was, as we all were over Aaron Judge. And it's great. Like, don't get me wrong. It's great. That comes with risk, too. You know, and and he's going to age and and he's no sure thing. If we're being smart about this and we take a step back, this two, three pronged approach I think it's really going to work. And here's the other thing about why I love uh, Correa that I haven't even touched on. Apparently, he has embraced the ethos of the organization, which is analytics and data. And he is one of the very few people um, in baseball who will go to younger guys in the clubhouse and say, this is what I'm seeing and what they're showing me. And here's how I want to utilize this. And I think you should, too. That's extremely important for me. I think that you've you've heard the word leadership when it comes to Correa and 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 here in the Bay Area, there's no way he's never even played a game in the National League. So we have no idea to know exactly what that means. But here's what I would submit to everybody. Um, because the only thing that you really, really know about Correa is A, he's good, and B, the Dodgers hate him because he's a cheater, right? From the whole scandal, which I think is another great thing for this <laughs> rivalry. But here's how you should look at it, in my opinion. Yeah. Who finished in second for Carlos Correa? It was the team that just had him. That should tell everybody something. They had him for a year. They know him. They watched every little move that he made. And in Minnesota, United States, decided to come up with almost $300 million to try to keep him. That's how bad the team who had him wanted him. And you don't do that just for a 290 average in 23 home runs. You do that because you like totally believe in the person, the player, the teammate, the everything. That to me is very exciting when you think about the guy that the Giants just got. I love that. That's a great point. I mean, that really is because how many times oh we let him walk like that to me is like, well, why why did you let him walk? What's going on here? Now we found out with the Astros, it's because they had some shortstop who's as talented as Correa, who's 23 years old, who also won basically the World Series MVP. But that's notwithstanding the Dodger part. I mean, that's just just the cherry on top. I love that the Dodger fans hate him. I I can I can already you can hear the booze. (laughs) You can hear them. You can hear him at his first trip to Dodger Stadium Uh this year. And I just want to inject it into my bag. Me too. Me too. I'm really excited. Look, I, I, I want to make sure that this is very clear. As frustrated as Giants fans get with ownership, leadership, the GM and everything. It was good to see Giants fans rally behind something this big and this positive because we needed this. I think you you hit it on earlier. The soul needed this, and I love seeing Giants fans happy. Like it was, it felt like a big time win for Giants fans' souls. I, I I hate a negotiating position where you need something rather than want it, but it felt like they needed it. Yeah, but they did it. They did it. I mean, yeah. I, I I had said a couple of times after the Judge experience, look, they can still save this. But, but it starts with signing Correa, and then we'll go from there. And they did it. They did it. So to whoever was involved and to everybody who was involved, um, you know, they did a great job. They did a great job. They got it done, and, uh, and it changes the entire outlook for Giants baseball going forward this year and beyond. Um, all right. Uh, we'll keep it rocking right here. We look forward to talking to you again very, very soon. Rate, review, subscribe. For Joe Shasky, Mark Willard on Garlic Fries and Baseball, guys.